Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Vorloff Hour. It's your boy, a brewer Jim, and my co-host. No, oh, I'm Jack. Hey guys, what's up? What's up, Jack? How are you? I'm great. I'm doing great this evening. It's a snowy outside, first real snow of the year. Um, not thrilled about that portion of the program, but it kind of looked nice this morning when I woke up. Yeah, it was not bad. It was pretty. Um, it set a good tone. And you know, snow mixed with the sun going down at 515, really good for my mental health. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. really looking forward to the, the next five uh, months of that, <laughs> eating a lot of vitamin C. Yeah. Well, you know what is actually very good for your mental health? Uh, beers. Hanging beers? out with the boys. Hanging out with the mm. friends. Yeah. Mm. We're joined by the West Hill team. I'm talking about Doug. I'm talking about Drew. Guys, how are we doing? Actually, let me roll that back. Doug, hello. Oh, I was pointing at Drew. You want Drew to start this? Oh, I can start this. Hello, my name is Drew Peeler. I am a brewer here at West Hill Brewing Company. Happy to be here with friends and, you know, MBA colleagues with, you know, Jack and Jim. So that's us. He's almost too eager to be here. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I like the way you started <laughs> Well, I'm this. a longtime listener and first time being interviewed. <laughs> first time. So, oh. Yeah. Happy, happy to be here. Happy to have my voice heard and be with the youngest king. And uh, You're the youngest king. Oh, You're the youngest king. Young king. Shoot. I'm the young king. Mm, mm. Yeah, and, uh, I'm glad you're excited to talk on Mike because you have some pretty spicy opinions on things. Do I? You do. It's crazy the things you say uh, about Mike. Yeah, so I can't spicy. wait to get a taste I've of I've heard that. some of these things. He's absolutely full of them. <laughs> yeah, <God>. it's wild. <laughs> I've definitely, yes, I've, I've heard these things. Yep. Mm. I'm excited to po- point them out later. And we're also joined I'm excited by to hear what they are. <laughs> and we're also joined by Doug. Uh, is it... Galmer? Gomer? Gomer, yep. There we go. There's the A and the U. I don't know what the emphasis is on. German. So yeah. Yeah. A, yeah, A-U. It's the, Ga. Ga. it's the second one does the talking mm-hmm. in German, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. Don't ask me about German. I majored in Chinese language. Oh. I have no idea. I'm trying to think of the word that you might want to think about is diphthongs, but, you know, with the A and the U. But the only ones I can really think of are umlauts, A-E, mm-hmm. as they would be anglicized. There's no, no umlaut in my last name. Unfortunately, yeah. it looked great writing it, it out. Would, hey, I, it would look great in mine, too. Yeah. But here we are, Americans. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All but we Doug, can do is you're, German you're, beer. You're uh, owner? Yeah. Owner, also brewer? Um, occasionally, only when Drew's on vacation or... We have a busy week. Yeah. But when we first started out, I brewed a lot. We were pretty much co-brewers for the first two years. Nice. But more, more of the fun stuff is what I get to do now. Paperwork. Paperwork. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Paying taxes, mm-hmm. inventory. Yeah. Talking to folks, trying to convince them to give you a line. Love it. That's fun. <laughs> but we're here in Indianola. We just had some pizza. Brick From? Street? Uh, Brick House. Brick House. Like, yeah, that was literally a couple, couple places down. What's fun about where our location is within one block, there are three pizza places. <laughs> oh, wow. We have Brick House, we have Wins, and we have Pete's. And in Indianola, it's a big question of which one's your favorite. Rank them. 
I was going to ask. Yeah, we got to rank these oh, we, places. Townies don't whoa, rank whoa, them. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, we I don't. Can rank but them. you can't forget probably the college kids' favorite place to go, the ranch, a.k.a. Oh. the pizza ranch. We don't talk about that one. Chicken ranch? Yeah, the chicken ranch. And our ranch. five <laughs> Casey's in town? Yeah, yeah. Oh, five, yeah. You can't forget about the Casey's. Yeah, let's... What's your top in order? That's five. That's five pizza places. Let's rank. Let's get into it already. The spicy takes are going to start for Indianola listeners. Well, you have to say exactly which Casey's is your favorite. Too. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true because not what all Casey's the are the five? same. West West Casey's. Is the, the Casey's best. in wow. Drake is terrible. I'm going to tell you the new one. That West they Casey's just delivers. West Casey's delivers now, but it's only through DoorDash. They used to oh, have yeah. a driver. Now it's just through DoorDash. Oh, that's Jack. Because we got that now in Indianola. Right. DoorDash big, is a big thing. thing. The one guy delivering all the food for the entire yep. town. That yep. dude's probably making bank, though. He is. And then he's, on, you know, when you go on a DoorDash and it's like your driver's busy turning, like, giving three other people their orders. But in reality, it's like 10 because he's got like 10 calls all at once. Oh, yeah. But he's keeping one of those for himself. Of course. Well, he's That's taking a bite of fries every, every single oh, McDonald's yeah. order. You know Wait, that. I need to get into this, though. What's your top five Indianola <laughs> pizza places? My number one and only one. Is this one that we had tonight? The, the Brick House. The, crab, the Brick House. Crab <laughs> yeah. Rangoon. And I'll give an honorable two, I guess, to Pizza Ranch because I've had Pizza Ranch before and I guarantee it's the same as every single other Pizza Ranch I've ever been to. It's what about too Casey's, sweet and though? it's terrible. Would you put Casey's but, above so Pizza Ranch? Or yeah, 100%. Normally, yes, but. Their taco I, pizza? The Pizza Ranch. Not the Pizza Ranch. Brecky? The Casey's Pizza in Newton, Iowa started me off in a bad footing with Casey's Pizza. Mm-hmm. I hated it and I grew up thinking Casey's Pizza is terrible. Went to college in Pella. And the Casey's pizza there was amazing. So every town is different. So I refuse to rank it because it's not as it's not w- consistent nationwide as pizza and sugar. Yeah, yeah. Screw you, Storm. Uh-oh, Get at man. me. This is gonna be a tough go one. Dutch. This is gonna be a tough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife, my wife is from Pella as well. So it's a great town. Yeah, it's a it's a town. It's just a rival school is all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My brother went to <laughs> Simpson. Oh, all right. All right, no, get it. Okay, gotta get gotta well, get into this. Top five pizza places. Of course, Drew, yeah, Doug, so hit us. Wins is by far the best, only because of their crust. Well, they have good pizza, but their crust is undeniably the best in all of Indianola. Sorry, I didn't order from there today, yeah, yeah, but Wins, yeah, you know, Wins is great. Brickhouse uh, is closer. I Pete's, love I love Brickhouse's calzones. Uh, if you're in individually getting stuff, their calzones killer. Pizza's mm-hmm. fantastic, but. Pizza is like more the ambiance. They're like Indianola's perfect dive bar. Um, they're they're great. Yeah, their pizzas they, they are stellar too. Bush Light on tap that has never had the line clean. So you know it has in good, a perfect good terroir. Frozen <laughs> yeah. mug. Oh, good. Like love, it turns love, it into love a, love a frozen glass. Turns it into a slushy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, when the, the line hasn't good. been cleaned in forever. Yeah. Then I would go Casey's oh, yeah. and then Pizza Ranch. Yeah, that's my rank. I can't I can't decide between Pete's and Brickhouse. There, it depends on what I'm going for. If I if I'm wanting the nice thin crust, it's definitely going to be Brickhouse. If I want, so you're going to put those both at two. They're both at two, and then so you're going to put two. And Casey's then it's Casey's, and then it's <laughs> Pizza Ranch because I just don't like Pizza Ranch. But that's fair. my opinion. Well, you could fill it with another Casey's if there's five here. Well, then that's it'll be fair, Casey's, yeah. Casey's, 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 Casey's. Well, that's Pizza my Ranch. list. Casey's one through five. So much pizza ranch disrespect around here. My first job in high school was at a pizza ranch. I'm sorry. Up in, uh, well, it was up in Northwest Iowa, so that's where like pizza ranch started. Mm. And they must have oh. changed the recipe recently because it does taste not like I remember it tasting. 
and that's all I want to say because I don't want the Pizza Ranch family to come after me. The, the chicken, the chicken the still slaps though. It's a buffet. Uh, yeah, the chicken's I mean, great. I, I'm not gonna knock the chicken. Gotta love so the good. chicken from a pizza place. Well, the and their breakfast. Chicken. Breakfast. Hey, did you ever have Godfather's dessert pizza. fried chicken? Dessert pizza. Dessert pizza. That's cactus. I bread, eat dessert I pizza mm -hmm. four slices to one. Oh, mm -hmm. at yeah. Pizza Ranch. If you're going to the buffet, it's all gonna be dessert pizza. <clears throat> dessert pizza and buffalo chicken for me. Mm. 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 I'm down for some buffy chicky. I like some buffy chicky. I had wings yesterday. It was great. I'm a big wing guy. And two old fashions with it. I was. I a love mess. an old fashioned. With Blands. Mm. Oh jeez, you got fancy old fashioned. Mm. Well, guess what? You went buffalo chicken with Blantons, and it was like killer. Well, it was free because I didn't oh. pay for it because I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Love that. I will miss that. But yeah, um, humble brag. I've been drinking a lot of bourbon the last year and a half because I literally get it comped off. How dare you? Well, oh, can nice. I have some stag, please? Sure. Brag about it. Are you going to pay for that? No. Well, sh should we get off the well, pizza topic and on to a real topic of beer? We should. I'm starting to personally spiral right now. Yeah. So, yeah, let's, let's get back to West Hill. We're here. Let's set the scene. Indianola, surrounded by pizza. Mm -hmm. Surrounded by pizza. pizza. We're in some places. The West Hill Brewing Company. Exposed brick. Very beautiful. Old building. Old How building. old? It was built in 1900. Mm -hmm. uh, it started as an automotive uh, repair shop. Oh. Um, the, the nice old ladies at the uh, historical society said it was a Plymouth dealer. Whoa. Oh. From 19, up to 1915. So, um, yeah, we were kind of joking about the ghost earlier. Yeah. Um, I think the lady said that there was a guy that got caught in an early gasoline accident oh, in here. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Um, like Jay Leno. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um, and I never found out if that guy ever expired from that or not. But, um, no, there's a, there's a third shift brewer that pops around here every now and again. Mm. Drew and I sure have both our, seen it. Yeah. He makes sure our cooler goes out right when we need it. Yeah. To. So oh, that's good. He must be doing a decent enough job. The beer's pretty good. It's all, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. all credit to the ghost, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and as always, we've sampled before. We even got on mic. That's Put true. You in, baby. You have to have numerous amounts of the beers to really get an overall mm -hmm. judgment on the brewery, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like West Hill is a brewer's place because you guys really focus on German styles. We do, yeah. We... We both probably prefer German style beers over most others, both having like German heritage and just where we have have spent our time drinking. And uh, our Hefeweizen has become one of like our best distributed and most well received beers. It's Vogeldom. It's a traditional German Hef, um, and you can find it on tap at the Iowa Tap Room pretty much all year round because we're going to be there like. Premier Hef. Uh, oh, nice. The whole time, yeah. And um, I, for Oktoberfest, we do a full German tap takeover. I think we had 11 German beers, all like, you know, Schwarz beer, uh, an alt beer, a Pilsner. Um, I don't know. It was, there was a lot. I can't even name them all anymore because I just 
I was brewing constant German styles for Man, a I month. ran into some guy off the street, and he was like, you guys didn't bring back the Fest beer for Oktoberfest this year? We didn't. Man, crazy. I heard they were pissed. They were pissed. I wasn't happy. <laughs> Fun fact, it's in the tank right now. So. <laughs> That's right. And the Enola hey, stands. We'll come, it's coming back. Come back, yeah. Better late than never. Mm-hmm. Different I, name, but... Different name? German well, lager? It's, you know, it would be a winter fest. Instead of just like a, you know, an October fest, fest beer, it'll yeah. be a winter fest or a spring fest. Or, I don't oh. think any fest should be tied down to a single fest. Exactly. It be all it's just a festival. Festivus, Harvestivus, Easter. <laughs> Easter is my favorite fest for yeah. sure. Easter I'm always fest. drinking heavy. Yeah, heavy amounts of uh, German, German lagers. Yeah, well, every time I eat a can. Yeah. Well, he was famed beer fan Martin Luther for sure I heard when he nailed that thing on the door of the church the first thing on there was let's get drunk yeah. Yeah. he definitely had a beer in his hand and he was doing that he so said where's the fest beer yeah where's the fest beer I'm, he's protesting you guys did you know what he was protesting it wasn't the catholic church no it was the lack of beer being drunk <laughs> yeah it absolutely was that's what he's upset about is why aren't you guys drinking more he's a hero totally a hero you know those saint candles? I have one of him. <laughs> Martin Luther? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the Catholic Church loves promoting those. Hey. You gotta play both sides. It's like the, you know, people that just like sell like Trump stickers, but they're like. Well, I did that. Not right-leaning. You Can know? we sell like Martin Luther stickers that say I did that and just have it like slap it on like a, a tap somewhere? And be like, I did that. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be great. I did that. And he's, he's got a, a nail and a hammer. And he's pointing, toward a, pointing toward a fast beer. Yeah, yeah he's pointing towards a fast beer. beer, yeah. Has to be. That'd be great. So, if you, like, how do you get the whole town to buy in on it? Like, first, I guess, why in Enola, I guess, to start, Doug, and then, like... Um, so, Heather and I, my wife, um, we've lived here our whole life. I think I moved here when I was two a um, lot of family here. So when we were going down the road of like, all right, let's do a brewery. Where are we going to do it? Here in Norwalk were the two towns we kind of had it narrowed down to. Norwalk, because they're growing up and coming, you know, West Des Moines encroaching in on them. Um, Norwalk then, is close to coming. Yeah. And then um, and then Indianola. Um, but then... Uh, Indianola was for, you know, we have hometown ties here. We went to high school here. Um, I graduated from Simpson. My parents both lived here. My grandparents lived here. So we kind of had that local vibe going on already. Um, And then, yeah, Drew's from Indianola too. Mm -hmm. So um, it was kind of a no-brainer. So we started looking in the area and found a cool old building. I mean, Brewery's got to be in old buildings, right? It's like mm-hmm. the whole... <laughs> yeah. Right, James? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and also, what came with the building? Have we heard, have we heard this earlier? Uh, so it came with a mannequin. We're looking at it right now. Yeah, he's, uh, he's our resident creep. Does he have um, a name? His name's Sven. Yeah. Sven? Yeah. Hmm. And the hmm. name even came before the building. So uh-huh. they were like, his name's Sven. He lives here. And we we're like, okay. He's got to stay then. I love that he's wearing all of your medals, he, I assume. Yeah he, uh, yeah, he dresses up for every occasion. Um, 
I don't like that you're like humanizing like this. <laughs> this I is don't Finn. Like Are you kidding me? He was here before he, the, he, got the he film. came. Man. Yeah, he's he's as West Hill as West Hill is. He's in our very first like Instagram post. Uh-huh. So he's he's here, man. Until somebody steals him, he's here. I love that he wears khakis, just you know, like dress khakis with a baseball tee. Well, and they're like Oof. the khakis he's, that you see your grandpa wearing. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Baggy and. Shoes that probably aren't the most. I guarantee we'll be posting a picture of Sven on our social media when this bad boy comes out. He's a he's got the pleated front. But see, he but wants to be yeah. relevant in his beanie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should so, switch that out for a, a goob. But yeah, it is a nice we, West Hill beanie yeah. on sale now. Uh, I mean, I think we only have one left. But well, sure. come on, buy it. Do you yeah. have to fight Sven for it? No. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if I could have Sven's beanie, yeah, I would. Well, what's nice about the beanie is we sell the patches. And you can turn your favorite Goobalini yep. into oh, a West, a West Hill, Hill Goobalini. There we go. That's amazing. That's smart. That is smart. I like so, outsourcing work. Mm-hmm. So hometown, hometown guys, everything. Uh, what's the West Hill name? Uh, West Hill name came from our family farm. Uh, we were there again trying to think of brewery names and like south river brewing company was one um i think we had like salem this street out here salem like you know when you're drawing all this stuff down on napkins and stuff you're you're looking for stuff that either has meaning or sounds great marketing wise whatever i think west hill our family farm has a hill that we've always called the west hill and it has like a hiking trail through it so heather and i were probably walking on it and i was like what about west hill Man, we wrote that one down, let it sit for a while, and it just um, it just kind of stuck. It meant something to us. Um, it sounded good. It was um, something that we could, you know, kind of turn into text really easy. Um, South River, I don't know. That one didn't stick. Salem didn't stick. Didn't feel right. So, yeah, it's kind of got just a tie to us personally. I love it. We're also on the west side of the square, so you can attribute west a little bit there. Yeah. There you go. How did uh, you get involved, Drew? Where did that come about? I met Doug almost 10 years ago, uh, working out of the Warren County Conservation Board, because my, my undergraduate was in environmental like studies and sciences and all that jazz, and so I was trying to look for environmental jobs to get into and Warren County had a seasonal position open and Doug was working at a as a conservation tech there and started chatting with him eventually started drinking with him and when he had the idea of opening this place I also was gonna head out to go to brew school in Colorado and by the time I was done with that Doug was almost open, uh, ready to open up this place. So yeah, it was time, ironically time it worked out perfectly. Yeah, it was ironically almost the same time, and neither one of us had really talked to the other one about yeah each other's plans. And it was like, whoa, really? You're gonna go do brew school? It's like, all right. Well, if life brings you back this way, you know, after school, look at look us up, man, because we're really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And so like we just kind of chatted the whole time and. Yeah, so Drew was like, hey, I'm about done, and I'm thinking about moving back to Indianola. So it's like, you're on, man. You guys opened up in November of 2019. Yep. Because yeah. you guys just celebrated your three-year That's anniversary. Right. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yep. Also, just before the uh, 
the pandemic, big, big shutdown, and yeah. big pandemic. So. I feel like that's a running theme of this podcast. Is. Is we need yeah. to go find breweries <laughs> that open right before the pandemic. We got West Hill. Wise Eye would be next. Got Fence oh, Line with Justin. Fence Line. Yeah, yeah. Fence Line. Lua. 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 Or in a row. Whoa. We got Lua, Sweet. then Fence Line, then you guys. I guess we got to go out west. Yeah, we got to check. Mm-hmm. We got to check out. See what Ben's up to. Yeah. That piece of shit. I'm coming for you, Ben. Wow. So aggressive. <laughs> Jeez. I'm kidding. I love him. He's very nice. He looks great, too. Looks great in a flannel. Mm. There, I gassed you up a little bit, Ben. <laughs> Tear him down, gas him up. Classic yeah. negging strategy. Yeah. It's not very Now nice. he'll date me. Oh, I mean, interesting. I don't know what his relationship status is, but I thought I knew yours. That's how I got my wife to date me. I tore her down. I'm, I'm going to let her know. I'm going to let her know. To oh, she knows. This episode. Every day. Oh, wow. You look it's getting worse. like the most beautiful woman in the world. That's a good turnaround. That's, that's a good turnaround. That yeah, is a good great. That was a great turnaround. And then I roll my eyes. Audio listeners, he did not roll his eyes. <laughs> no, I didn't. I love my wife. It's a bit. Damn. That went over like my Jay Leno joke 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm just not on. I better drink the rest of the Schwartz beer than I. Drink the then they'll Schwartz hit. beer. Then they'll, they'll <clears throat> Also, listener, I hope you're drinking along with this, too. Hey, we're uh, drinking. In the comments, you should be drinking. Comment what you're drinking. Yeah. That's and I'll a, rate that's it a, one to five stars if I've had it. Yo, I love that. It's like our own uh, internalized personal untapped. <laughs> the cesspool that is untapped. Whoa. Do you not like untapped? Do you guys like untapped? Yeah, what's your... The Indian old audience love untapped it's your a, beers a bunch? It's a love-hate. Yeah? Um, Do you guys rate your own beer? I yeah. did v- at the very start, but now I don't even open the app. Yeah, I, I rarely... Yeah, same. I did at the beginning and don't... Do you anymore. rate other people's beer honestly? No. Um... Well, industry people like think. any Iowa beer I'm I'm bumping them man cuz like I want to see everybody like do great and sure. I hate and I hate those you know half star yeah the I half mean, star okay. people it's like no nah, man I'm going to negate that half star person because they don't mm. know what they're talking about so boom 5 I don't even care if it I if I personally thought it was a 3 and a half or a 4 it's getting a 5 cuz yeah now that I'm on this side of the fence I know yeah. I see what a 1 star does or a 2 star will do because totally. people will be like, oh, I'm not going to go there. They got it. Whatever. It's like, nah. Do you guys see a lot of people from Indianola untapping beers or is it mostly local people coming in and they don't really care about untapped or is it a little bit of a mix? It's a mix. Yeah. They're, they're, we've got some really good regulars that they're um, religious untapped people. But then we also have just like the passerby that like, you know, they've checked in five beers and comes by on a brand, Saturday and gets a flight yeah. and then. And they're brand new to the app because, you know, when people went paperless, they all have the QR menus now. Oh, yeah. And so they're like, oh, I downloaded this app. Oh, cool. I don't know how to use it. Whatever. They just just rate whatever. One of my biggest pet peeves about Untapped are people that are checking in a sample on a flight. Because a lot of places, it's pick your own flight and they'll put it in whatever order you ask for it. It's like... A bartender doesn't have time to organize it in drinking order of yeah. how you should be drinking this. Mm-hmm. And then even then, yep. styles are so different. You could be having a heavily fruited light beer and then you go switch into like any other beer and you're not going to be able to taste that beer. Yeah. For like I had a light lager after this fruited mm. beer and it, oh, it tasted like nothing. I wonder why it tasted like nothing. I hate flights, on your period. flight. 
I hate the whole concept. I don't think you should be able to uncheck, untap a flight beer or a taster, but that is on there. It is on there. Yeah, there's been a handful that we've seen that are, are clearly mistakes. They're like, oh, you know, the West Hills Field of Creams, and it's hazy, and like they'll have a picture of a Vienna lager on a flight yeah. board, and you're like, that picture does that not is match up with 100% our not our beer. Not even yeah. close. Amazing. But then, so. yeah, you don't know. Somebody working at a tap room somewhere puts it in the wrong order or whatever, and then all of a sudden their first impression of your beer is somebody else's beer. And you're like, well, that's not. That yeah. might not be right. I mean, once it leaves your tap room, right, it's a it's a crapshoot yeah. on how, like, you know, some, some craft beer bars, you know, like warm store stuff. It's like, when are you going to get to that six stool? How long has that been sitting? Right. That stresses me out. I have the mm-hmm. I have the door open on the cold room too long. Oh yeah, same. Uh oh, it's all ruined. I dump it all, and that's what happens. That's why I'm brewing so often. Oh yeah, you're just dumping beer down the drain, yeah. leaving the door open too long. It, it reaches 42 degrees and it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's hard. To, it's hard to. You can't take care of your beer, so you got to do everything beforehand, right? You got to do as much as you can quality wise here yeah so how much do you guys distro versus in-house we know that you well i guess the the listeners don't know what's the system size and i guess if you could put that in gallons for most people that don't know what barrels are (laughs) yeah so we have a a two barrel system currently but we're going to be upgrading it to uh like a four slash five barrel in the coming months we'll we'll see when Mm -hmm. we have a, a minute to stop brewing to to set that stuff up and a but, barrel listeners is 31 and yes gallons. yeah so uh, so i get about um four of those big kegs if people like to think about there it like go. that kegs or, are, kegs are good measure. or uh yeah. you know 62 gallons uh a uh and a how many pints is that good good question <laughs> 128 times uh, two. four well, yeah. 124 times two so yeah, two, yeah, two, yeah, two, yeah. Two 248 a, yeah. we do I'm, we do I'm imperial no pints we here. do 20 ounce yeah, pints so oh, 20 shoot. ounces oh, wow. so there goes your which math which is uh my math yeah all the math wait 20 ounces is it's like 90 oh it's an imperial pint yeah, imperial pint. 20 ounce you're not doing milliliters yet 1.25 times only on our hefeweizen so yeah ah. our hef our hef glass 500 mils right jack has right now if you fill it up to the liter. top of our letters, that is a half liter. So that's 1.69 oh. uh, nice. So we're just ounces. here to confuse How everybody. dare you destroy my maths? Me? No, them. Oh. I'm just looking forward because I'm With talking to the mic. I'm yeah. looking at you. That's yeah, but, but going back to your question of how much we distro versus how much we do in-house, of uh, during the summer, we're brewing four to five times a week just to try and keep up with demand, because we're, we're trying to distro to Ragbri. We're trying to do the Hot Air Balloon Festival in town. We're trying to do um, the, the Iowa State Fair. And because we're small, we got to brew quite a bit to just keep up with demand of that. Plus, it's our busy season here. So we got to keep up with demand of what's in, in the tap room. So That's a lot on a two-barrel system. It, it's, it's quite yeah. a bit, which is, which is where this new system, which... Should have been installed in February. Last year. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah that, that would have been very helpful for this summer. But um, some, some shipping mix-ups had us uh, delayed on that, which then we didn't want to take potentially three weeks off of brewing to, to set up our new system. So we just have been waiting, which has been a lot of brewing since then. But 
that's how I stay skinny and trim is, is working in a very hot, humid environment. Basically a sauna. Mm-hmm. Hot, hot, hot yoga for... Yoga. That's what you do during the mash. Yeah. Hot yoga. Yeah. Nice and steamy mash. <laughs> what is your guys' favorite beer to, like, to drink? So if you both, you both like German beers, they can't be the same one. And then I guess what is your least favorite beer to make? And then what is your least favorite beer to drink? My favorite beer to drink, I'll, I'll always go somewhere and drink a red. Because if someone can make a good red, that's a, that's a good, like, How old determiner are you? of... Uh, I'm 28. He's <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. got the soul of a 56 yeah, year old. I know, I was like a 45-year-old. I started my drinking. <laughs> what got me into craft beer was I, I started drinking wheat beers. And then I started getting a little bit darker, and then I started drinking reds, and I was like, oh, man, Irish reds are great. And then I did, like, a little world tour where I stayed in Ireland, and I, I went to, like, Smithwick's, and I, I just stayed there, and I drank for a bit. It was great. Drank their, their red ale the whole time, fell in love with it, and that's what I like to drink. But, oh, my uh, God. It was super fun. Um, one time of year for him is like the best time of year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. St. Patrick's yeah. is coming yeah. up. He yeah. knows it's what's going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Makes me excited. Um, and then uh, least favorite beer to make I made on Monday. It's our peanut butter porter. I hate making it, and I will continue to say that until I stop making it. I, but it it's sells not really a fun, well. It sells too well. Mm-hmm. I don't like it, but it's fine, so I will make it. <laughs> Do but I don't look once? forward to the day. No, well, we or you do it throughout, you brew it throughout the season. We we brew it probably we, once, maybe twice a year. Yeah, we oh. try to only brew it once, but we got a special request for it for an event, so we brewed it again. Yeah. And then we actually had quite a few people asking for it again. So every time people ask me for it, I say no. It will. It will. Actually, I'm pretty sure you say yes because you're too nice to just say no to them. That's true. I It'll do say yes. I say I'll do it a three time a year deal. Oh boy. Yeah. Which is no fun. What's your favorite beer to make? Uh, I I like something that's a little bit more like engaging to my my, my brain or hands. So like our Hefeweizen today, we do a a decoction style mash and it's a little bit more in. Uh, you know, involved. I, I like getting my hands going and doing things and, and or like hazy IPAs. So things, things that are a little bit more involved to make. All right, Doug, your turn. Hands down a Rauk beer. Mm. I've been drinking Rauk beers for a decade and we've been brewing one since pretty much day one. Um, our first Oktoberfest, we had a Rauk beer on tap. So um, we do one every year since we've we did a variation of um, we did a smoked wheat this year, which was a hit. But yeah, um, the smokier the better. In any sort of lager style, yeah. Um, beer I hate brewing. I don't know. I'm I'm with Drew on the peanut butter. It's just a it's a mess to clean, man. The it's, pumpkin's also up. There. Oh yeah, the pumpkin is up there. But I love drinking pumpkin beer, so I can't really 
That one's like a love hate. He said that earlier. Why is that such a shocker to you? Pumpkin beer is like. I mean, there's a reason why it doesn't often even get a gold medal at GABF. It's because like beer judges and like beer people in general just like like, hates it. I I think, in my opinion, there should always be a gold medal because there's always one that's better than the rest of them. And that means that is the gold medal for that year. That being said, I will brew them for whoever they want. And see, that be. I like pumpkin spice lattes. So yeah. I understand nice part of it. And I, I like a nice PSL with half the flavoring or a pumpkin a spice PSL. cold brew with half the foam because I don't want it to be too sweet. But in beer, like pumpkin porter, yes, it works a bit better. But like pumpkin beers in general, like it's like so hit and miss on like everything. Yeah. It's just like. And I think that's why we kind of gravitated toward the porter because. I think some of the dark malts kind of balance that a little bit. Yeah. Because otherwise, Stands yeah. up to the spice flavors and the right. pumpkin better. Yeah, putting that right. into like a lighter beer is, you can too easily overshoot it. Yeah. And then now yeah. we got a mess. Right. Well, we, no we probably that. don't do as much pumpkin or like even spiced as a lot of people. We, we try to make ours more approachable, which we try to do with a lot of beer because... We're in a smaller town, Iowa, very close to Missouri. People are mostly light beer drinkers. So we're trying to introduce people to styles, get them in the door, interested in craft beer, and then um, get them drinking our stuff. Yeah, that's it's all very fringe rural yeah. here, you know. So our price point has to be there. Our beer styles kind of have to be there. Same no. thing with our, our Rauk beer. I think our Rauk beer is pretty mild by standard. Sure. Like, it's not a Grudzinski. We, we could make it twice as smoky, and I'd still probably be like, ah, it's almost there. But for some people that come in here, they're like, whoa, this is undrinkable. Because yeah. I had the smoked Dunkelweiss. Yeah. And that is, like, almost perfect. And I know your Rauk beer is less than that. And I still, th- honestly, though, that's good, too, in my opinion. The smoked barley was more potent than the smoked oats. Because it was oak-smoked wheat. wheat. Or, yeah, wheat, not oats. Uh, but the, the barley was beechwood-smoked, and it is more, definitely more potent. Did you guys smoke it yourself? No, it comes from Germany, Bomberg. Oh. Wireman. Isn't it Wireman? Yeah. Wireman, yeah. yeah. Both of those were Wireman. Shout out so, Wireman. You want to sponsor mm. the pod? Let us know. Yeah, let us but know. thank you, Iowa Brewers Guild, for your sponsoring us anyway. <laughs> Shout out, Wireman. But, but Wireman, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. if you're listening. Get us some overalls for the group. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have to win a medal, right? With over 50% Not Fireman Mall. Just shout them out constantly. Sure, yeah. yeah. Get us some overalls. Didn't, I don't care what size they are. Didn't Mike from Reclaimed get some he's, overalls? He's due. He's due. He's yeah, because he got uh, some at CBC. Mr. Uh, Lucas Greta, a.k.a. The big Brewlewski at Flix has a set from his time at Hazelig. Does he really? Yeah, Dang. but they are too small for him, I believe is the case. What size? <laughs> I know. Oh, you know I, mean, well, I, I mean, I'll wheel and deal for him. I mean, just I need, I need to benefit from this wheeling and dealing, though. <laughs> Lucas is tall, so. Well, I think it's just like European people, the sizes aren't the same, and I think it's European sizes. So I think it's a European large, which is. That's he's an American a, He's small. a tall guy. Lucas Greta is a tall guy. He's, he's tall, man. Tall. Too could, tall. What are these tall people after? Uh, Nathan? <laughs> the producer and seducer? Uh, he is also tall. How tall are you? 6'2"? Uh, Too tall. Jeez, Too what tall. are they after? <laughs> the Tolly agenda. We're out there. They're out there. They get to look... the nice apples. 
Oh wow! Ooh, we get to pick some ice apples, and yeah. you get and you get to deign to give us short people some of the good apples, but not the best apples. Over overripe and ground apples. Oh no! Yeah, that's what we're left with the scraps. Scrapple, grapple, grapple, grapple. Is that scrapple. the beer? What's the uh, no the... grapple is a great flavor. Yeah, it's apple. A great... No, 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 no. Scrapples that alcohol. shit they eat in the What's Northeast. The There's an al- the alcohol that, no, I'm t- that's also different. That's, uh, uh, I'm talking about apple and wine. Is Scrabble? I, scrapple. Scrappy? Man, I'm out. I'm, I'm going to ditch this conversation. Crappies? <laughs> that's a fish. fish. That's a fish. <laughs> it's a fish. <laughs> We're not putting fish into beer unless we go even well, lower uh, on the totem pole and do I've oysters. I've had whale testicle beer before in Iceland. Where from? Iceland. Oh, and? Uh, one and done. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hopefully not an imperial pint. No. What was no. the style? Whale testicle. Beer. Ter- right, but like the <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> terrible, terrible. It, it was, was like a. Dark, a it was like a. Dark, like, Were you yeah, there? No, he's told me about this. Yeah, it was like it was kind of like a Scottish mild, maybe, but yeah, they they steep a whale testicle in the mash. Was it Einstock that made it? It was, uh, no. Um, just one testicle? I feel like that would I, get watered down pretty quick. That's not like not enough. I think it's just their like... How many pounds per barrels of testicles are they putting <laughs> in this? <laughs> That's what I want to know. What's How the, many testicles per barrel? Yeah, what's the ratio of this? I need to know. And also, what's the mass density? Whale, yeah. whale testicles got to be huge. What's the salinity factor <laughs> matter for the water that's in there, too? That's what I want to know. No, it was not good. It was... You could... Just say, hey, I had, I had this. Mm-hmm. Just like if you probably, had Rocky Mountain oysters, it's just yeah. like I had this once. It's yeah. fine. It was also probably very expensive because everything is very expensive in Iceland. Yeah. I've oh, heard that's that. True. I've heard that. I got a flight for twenty one dollars. Oofa. That was that wasn't flight? expensive. That was my one drinking experience in Iceland for my three days oh, I was there. I think you said like flight, like it's like you were oh. on a plane. I was like, that's incredible. No, well, <laughs> no my flight, I I got. From Iceland to Chicago was only three hundred and some dollars. One way, that's pretty good. One way. Oh, okay. That, I mean, it's that was still fine. When, check bag, no check bag. No check. How bag. many whale testicle beers can you bring back? Uh, at least four. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they uh, they bottle condition with the testicles. <laughs> it's, but, I mean, hey. people do do that with hop cones, right? They bottle condition with hop cones in the bottles. Like Oso Brewing Company used to do that for their double IPA. How big is oh, that, that bottle? I mean, bigger to... than a forty ounce. Like we're bringing the forty. They we're... cut them up. You're not. You're not putting oh. a whole one in there. You just slice. I say now nice. they use crowlers. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> we're bringing the forty ounce. Back. It's mostly then. it's keg. It's a whole. You know, it's the size of the keg stem. That's, that's yeah. how it's going in there. Gross. You said they put hop <laughs> cones into a, a yeah. Bottle? Oso Brewing Company used to. They should have been the forward thinkers on yeah. hop creep then. Yeah. But uh, so having the brewery here. Getting back to the real topic, do you guys find it like an uphill battle to bring local people in? But you're both local people, so does that help or hurt? Or the yeah, I think gonna... the local thing is not a challenge. Um, it's mm-hmm. bringing people from Des Moines area, mm. which we kind of talked about, touched on, um, where you can get here pretty efficiently. You know, twenty minutes, twenty five minutes from certain parts of Des Moines. If not, traffic is good. If traffic is good. If you hit all the lights right. Mm-hmm. Um, those have been some tough ones to convert. Um, I think people in Des Moines are more stuck with their uh, their set ways or their places they like to go. Um, 
but Indianola people, no, the locals have been fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah, just touching on, like, you know, we opened right before the pandemic. It was great because they were like, oh, my God, we just got this place. We're not going to see it disappear. And they were down here buying growlers every Friday. Oh, I mean, hell yeah. It was, it was yeah. phenomenal. Um, they, so yeah. they really supported us throughout the, yeah. the shutdown. And even when we opened up at, you know, 50% capacity or whatever it was, you know, they, they still kept coming down and they, they kept drinking distanced mask whenever they'd come up and very supportive of us and having being just off of like the main downtown square the the square puts on events and we've been able to be a part of some of those events so people are still walking by and be like oh hey there's a brewery in town and and then just having them see that we're here brings people in as well just no. for locals but no, i know you probably don't want to be a college bar but do you see a decent amount of college kids coming in uh, oddly no um so yeah we're, oh we're, yeah, yeah that makes sense we're the yeah. staff and faculty hang out for sure <laughs> oh, nice. um, college kids you know they don't start drinking until 10 30 we close at 11 so we've gotten a couple groups over the years and they come in and we're like ah here here you go we'll close your tab and we give them their one beer and they're like what you're closing our tab yep not a bar you know see ya um so see you at think, the zoo yeah mm-hmm. see you at the zoo and I think um, that that's just been on their radar that we're not open late enough. Um, but yeah, I've I'm a seen big loser in college. I would not have been out that late anyway. We have a few yeah. kids that come in and study they'll, like they'll on a Saturday study. afternoon. Yeah. You oh know, sure, okay. Like, they'll be like just by themselves. You know, they'll have a laptop and they'll get a beer and whatever. But better than a coffee shop. Yeah, yeah, like a group of three working on a project or just laptoping them, studying, doing whatever. But. I guess they can't it's, really drink really until like junior or senior year anyway. So right. right. At that point, they aren't partying as hard. So mm. well, drink publicly. But boy, the professors—they suck down the beer. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, go professors, yeah. go. Well, uh, well I think it's part of that. They can come here and they know there's not going to be any students. Oh sure. Or yeah. if they go to the local dive bar, it's packed with students. Yeah. So they're like, eh, we can kind of come here, not be seen by any of our students. No one's going to schmooze them about some like extra yep. credit. I'll buy you a beer if you give me another, you know, notch in this uh, right. test. We I would have, do that. Yeah. We have had some professors bring their students and, like, introduce them to some craft beer. Oh. Um, I wish I had a professor like that to oh, buy yeah. me beer. Yeah, when I was in a micro professor being like, here, we're going to do some microbiology study on how yeast works mm-hmm. with stuff. And here we go. We're going to the local brewery. Exactly. So I had a professor at Warburg. Um, and we were just talking well, to the guys. Well, you're telling that, me you went to a different so rival college. Yeah. You know, homegrown Indianola boy going to Waverly, going to go to Royal these, College. These two over here went to this, the, you know, the subpar D3 Iowa I don't private know. Let's colleges. Look at Central's and record in Warburg College is superior. Oh, Warburg for, College has won like all of the wrestling since the wrestling. 70s. Oh, and wrestling. the football. Cool. No, okay. Central has way. Mm. Let's go look at the football records. <laughs> Google it for a second, and then we'll come back to this. I went but, to Iowa uh, State. I have no dog in this fight. Oh, my God. That's it's cool. all terrible on all, t- all sides. <laughs> Me and Nathan are out of this. But, this uh, between you guys. I went to Simpson, but I don't follow sports, so I'm out of this, too. Yeah. Hey, I, didn't, I, didn't follow, hey, I didn't follow Central go, Sports either, except Simpson, I know that their it. records, and also they're very good at track. Well, you also wouldn't follow sports if you went to either of those schools because they're subpar. <laughs> the Storm is. So. Well, well, both sides are still better than the Storm. No offense. Am I right, Drew? Hey. What? hey. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Dr. Ventulo, I, I, I was talking with the Bremer Brewing people up at uh, oh. the iBest, and they're like, oh, yeah, we have this, like, professor that comes in and helps us sometimes. And I'm like, Dr. Ventulo? Because he's the one that, like, introduced me to fermentation sciences. And uh, he, he goes there all the time, helps them out with brewing, and it's all, all fun times up there. Where's Bremer? In Waverly. Waverly. Yeah. It's is Bremer, Bremer County. Yeah, and that's companies. where Wartburg is. Those colleges are so small, I don't pay attention. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you know, you just got to be really white to want to mm. go to these colleges, generally. Yeah. Have you seen me? <laughs> I'm violently white. <laughs> Have you seen me? <laughs> me too. No offense to the private schools oh, in yeah. Iowa, but they're very, very, very they're not racially diverse. No. Good schools. The reason yeah, I chose... Yeah, why don't you answer for that, Drew? Well, I chose Warburg <laughs> because they had a music therapy degree in undergrad, but I also didn't follow through with music therapy, so there's that. That's fair. I mean, okay. yeah. You, you tried to switch to a more prominent, more money-making thing, and then now you're a brewer, so congratulations mm-hmm. on going one way, well, following that passion, abandoning your passion. Dr. Ventula was money. a micro microbio professor, and I, I took a class from him, and he's the one that introduced me to fermentation sciences, so that mm. kind of got me into that. Yeah, he was like, don't worry about money. Mm-hmm. I was also my religion professor that said, <laughs> my freshman year, he's like, why don't you guys just make alcohol in your closet? <laughs> I tried. And? It was terrible. Yeah. I would never do it again. I, it? Yeah, so you, what did you try to make? Yeah. I tried to make wine, because it, it's easier than making Honey beer. Honey wine or wine wine? Wine wine. Oh. Like, I went and bought grape juice, and That's I put sugar for, oh. in it. And then, Encore grape juice? Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I is, there, is there any other, other kind? Yeah, bought, you could buy a wine juice, like, you know, grape well, you, juice from a wine. You don't know that when you're, like, 17. Yeah, yeah. But, but not from well, Walmart, you d- can't. Yeah, you don't know that. It's $3 for a jug of <laughs> grape juice at Walmart. Like, I'm going to go there. Ocean spray is the top. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, fermented ocean spray slaps. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is my process when I was fir- first learning the Definitely fermentation. Legal. Yeah. What's the, what's the SOP legal. for? Um, so standard. Yeah. So you, <laughs> allegedly yeah. very legal. Yeah. He's first, legally making this alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Let's go with that. Uh, so I went to the homebrew store that was in Cedar Falls at the time. Went in, said I need some yeast. I didn't buy the juice there. I don't know why I didn't buy the juice there because I know they sold the juice there. But instead... It's too expensive. Yeah, it was too expensive. So and, they, I, and they had to card you for the juice. Well, I, no, you can buy all the ingredients <laughs> underage. But I can't. That it's is crazy. true. You yeah. can't. You totally yeah. can't. Um, so I, I bought these this yeast and then I went and bought Welch's grape juice. Sorry, I didn't buy the ocean spray. By no means is this solicited by West Hill Brewing Company. Oh, of course. Yeah, every opinion oh, nice. that I have is not uh, <laughs> of the opinion of West Hill Brewing Company. <laughs> but this will be released next year for the fourth anniversary. Uh, and uh, so then I, I, t- I took it home, I mixed it all together mm-hmm. and then what I did after it started bubbling, well, first you got to put a balloon that you poke a little hole oh, in the top yeah. of. That's yeah, smart. You know, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the first one. You get a little airlock, you know, it works mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I did was I took an empty jug and the, uh, the jug that had good fermented stuff in it, and I just sloshed them back and forth, you know, oxidizing oh, no. completely my stuff. Oh, and you know what no. then I thought was would be a good idea is I put it in the window oh, in a clear no. jug. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you? I didn't know what I was doing. Cool. Every every thought that I had was like, oh, this this might be all right. 
Oh, it was terrible. I'm surprised I'm not blind right now. But <laughs> did you drink uh, it all? Yeah, of course. <laughs> did you bottle it or just drink it out of the jug? <laughs> out of the jug. Hell yeah. All right. I love I'm not that. a monster. <laughs> did you mix it down or you were just like, I have to drink this straight? I drank it straight. <laughs> but wow. of course I didn't know the alcohol content because I wasn't taking Dude, gravity readings. Or... That's pure sugar. That well, yeah. must have been... Bo- like, do you well, remember I what put, yeast it was I put was cane sugar all? in it. It was... Uh... You mixed cane sugar and the grape juice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that must have been an alcohol tolerant yeast, I assume. It was it was a like a USO five. It, it's it was going not, dry. It was a it was a wine yeast, so it oh, went so it's really high. going dry. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it went dry, and uh, it you know it was that's gosh. awesome. Came in a red pack. It was Red Star. It, I know it, it was Red Star. Literally, if you didn't mix it back and oh, forth and like put it in a window, I bet it would have been pretty. It okay. would have been fine because it sat in a closet and it sat with an airlock <laughs> and it sat in a dark climate controlled space. Like, had I not done the stupid things that I did, it would have been fine. Been pretty okay. You've had much a better drinking experience. <laughs> yeah, dude, you mix that fifty fifty with some OJ. Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> You're having like good. fruit punch in the morning. I do that with beer that like. If I like bought like you're doing a beer mosa, any beer you have, like let's say you old just IPA got some bad cans, yeah, old IPA, you do like it's a, it's it's a yeah you it's a beer it. mosa yeah beer mosa we sell them at Flux. it's it's a it's a fancy uh, brass monkey right we have to get on this yeah it's a, it's the best way like they're like oh we're blowing out these cans for five dollars you just mix it with some OJ because who doesn't have OJ in the house. I love Owen. I, don't I love Washington. All, right, all right, so we've heard... I have so many old IPAs in my cellar fridge <laughs> that I could do this with. Okay, I gotta, I gotta go yeah. to this. So Drew told us his insane story of starting to brew. Oh, bad. yeah. Do you have an equally insane story of how you started brewing? I don't have an insane story, but... Um, you homebrewed? I did. My first... Homebrewed some Concord grape juice in your closet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do that. I had a Mr. Beer. Oh, yeah. that's a pretty good start, though. I mean, it's the it, barrel shaped one, or yeah, the, yeah, the barrel shaped one. Yeah, right. No airlock; it just had like a little slit in the lid. Mm-hmm. The pops open and closed, of course. Yeah. Um, no, Heather bought me that when I was, I think, twenty. So we were making some college. Was she twenty-one? She would have been. No, she would have been eighteen at the time. Whoa. I mean, twenty-one. She yeah, was twenty-one. Yeah. Legally, twenty-one. Um, but yeah, same, <laughs> same, same deal, you know, stove top, throw it in this thing, throw it on your counter. Who knows? I, yeah, it was probably near a window like Drew's. It had alcohol. I mean, let's be honest. There was a couple Fridays that were pretty fun because of it. But as far as taste went, nothing you're writing home to anybody about. And what got you into brewing for real then? Just the evolution of that. So, Mr. Oh, Beer really? So, you kept going? <clears throat> yeah, I just kept going. I was like, wow, I can, you know, make this. Did a couple more Mr. Beer kits. And then I'm like, oh, what's next? You know, and then I upgraded to the um, all grain, you know, stainless steel. All grain was about the last step before this place. A huge upgrade. Yeah, stainless mm-hmm. steel, garage kit, turkey fryer, you know, yeah, hell yeah. Out, out in the garage, did that. Did bottling for a lot of years, then switched to the keg. And then so once I switched easier. to the keg, I was like, oh my God, easier. this is yeah, mm-hmm. huge then, improvement in quality too. Oh yeah, and uh, well, less oxidation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then so Better I just mine was just a slow well. progression. Um, so yeah, that was my homebrew thing. Sweet, I uh, attempted to brew mead in a closet in my apartment in Growlers, 
and it worked pretty well. You just bung a growler with an airlock. Oh, God, worked that's pre- terrifying. What do you mean? I don't think growlers are rated for that. They're not rated for that pressure. Broke a few. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Broke a few. One, well, when you bung them at the end to you know, make sure they actually yes. condition, that's yeah. that's when they started exploding. Mm. But when they had the airlock on them, it was fine. Mm-hmm. But the problem was my apartment didn't have air conditioning. Oh. So It would get hot or cold? Hot. Oh, yeah, no, air conditioning, hot. never mind. And it Too was hot. Yeah. hot. And these were the booziest things on the planet. <laughs> it was... It was like drinking, like, fusel alcohol. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah. And that was my first set with mead. And I also was like, I didn't use yeast nutrient because I was just reading a bunch of stuff online. So oh. I used a bunch of raisins and peaches because that's oh. what people used to do in the past. That's like the traditional yeah. way of doing it. So I was like, oh, I'll just put in that in there. And, man, mm-hmm. that stunk. The, my clo- So this closet, thank goodness, my wife then girlfriend at the time wasn't having to use we had separate closets so she didn't have to continuously open my closet but i kept all of my clothes in there mm-hmm. I, and I, my oh. coats were in there and man my clothes reeked yeah of just like yeast stress and like you ever go into a brewery and it smells like crap because of the yeah. yeast in there uh-huh. that was my closet for a solid couple of months it was not good you know i bet if you took that though and did like 50 50 with some oj Pretty good. Probably not bad. Bro, I just like OJ. You just want alcoholic OJ. I That's up, why I like hazy IPA. <laughs> I ended up Are taking you? them to my parents' house, crashing them, putting them in bottles. Um, because my dad has a bunch of wine stuff. Yeah. He, we actually bottled it, capped it, like conditioned them. Uh-huh. Sat them. Forgot they existed at my parents' house for a solid six years. Whoa. Came back to it when I was like 27, and I was like, this isn't terrible anymore. <laughs> but I was like, I won't drink this though. <laughs> oh, so there's, no. there's still like two bottles left there in my pants. There is. House. You yeah. need to bring that. Cellar yeah. challenge. Oh, cellar yes. challenge. Cellar challenge. Yes. yes. Next, next it more. It definitely last. still exists. And uh, yeah. Let's drink one. That's awesome. It's honestly, and that was 27. So it's been, you know, a solid five years since then. So. All right, let's let's do it. So You're talking 10 year old mead. Mead gets that's probably, better with age. That's yes, probably mead great. does get better with age. Yeah. It's or one of the better better well for closet mead you know <laughs> how good does closet mead get we're about to we'll find be out. the judge we'll find out <laughs> bring them into a moral off hour we gotta get these two back for a moral off to have the seller challenge i'm really yeah. talking about right now i'm down for some closet mead my first blush with fermentation was in high school before se- the end of senior year when everyone would have like the parties or whatever and uh my buddy's dad at the time Dad at the time? <laughs> <laughs> he then became not his dad. Well, I mean, he has since passed away. Rest in peace, oh, Mike. It could be a stepfather oh, that then they got divorced. So then, no, it was his. Time. It was his biological father. Love you, Mike. He was a great dude. Um, he was a home brewer, like from the '90s, and we brewed a Fat Tire clone. It didn't quite come Classic. out right, so we called it Flat Tire. Mm-hmm. That's a great name. <laughs> Which is now a lounge. Is flat it tire really? Lounge. And uh, on the yeah, bike trail. It's on the, yeah, bike, the bike trail. trail. Madrid. Yep. I don't know why you think I would know that. <laughs> I've been there. I do not have a biker's body. Um, Everyone has a biker's body. You just got to get on a bike. Dude, I had I've I biked as for far a solid month this year before Ragbri, so everyone's a biker's body. Yeah, no. Yes, biking's fun, but flat tire. That was fun. A, I, but I didn't drink yeah. it, though. I was very religious and had sworn off alcohol before trying it. Until you were 21, right? 
Um, probably like 22. Mm. Oh, wow. No, it was. Mm. Was. Allegedly. <laughs> this is all allegedly. If we, you no, know, I guess I, I drank a few times, but I was extremely guilty and, had, and like, we didn't have confession because we were Southern Baptist. <laughs> so I just went up to the pulpit. Yeah, and you prayed. just have to survive with your guilt for the rest of your life. <laughs> Please you got Christ, that Southern guilt. Please, Christ, don't strike me down now. <laughs> yeah. I'm an innocent mm-hmm. boy. You should have seen how guilty I was when I started masturbating. <laughs> Were you actually, though? You can cut that, too. <laughs> Wait, we should just cut this whole thing so I can go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can, we can cut right there so I can go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, he says we're rolling, but at one time at Lua Brewing Company, we came back from a break after drinking the Steins of beer, and we weren't. We weren't rolling. This is just that space in between to make sure. Yeah. Well, you didn't also pregame this one. We also had to drive 30 minutes from Des Moines to get there. So we have to be good boys. A quick, a quick 30 minutes is what we like to say. I mean, it is a quick 30 minutes. It really once, is. Though. Once you it's, get south town, it's 15 minutes, easy driving through the countryside. To be honest, it's actually easier to get here from anywhere that's not Des Moines or like any of the surrounding areas is better than just like Des Moines proper. Because coming from Newton, it's easier, yeah. in my opinion, because it's just like two highways. Yeah, and you can go and fast then, the whole and time. No, yeah, no stoplights. And honestly, even, I mean, I guess I got pretty lucky on the lights. But getting to here in Indianola itself, <clears throat> it's just like coming from Merle Hay was actually faster and easier than coming from in the Drake neighborhood, which is where I live. Uh, yeah, hmm. I agree. So it really depends on where you're at in Des Moines. That I makes got a lucky. Difference. I came from Cabco proper. Mm-hmm. Cabco's easy. Yeah. West Des Moines easy. Yeah. Drake's terrible. Drake's terrible to get to anywhere, though. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, unless you're going yeah. downtown. Well, same with Beaverdale. If you're going through it, yeah, Beaverdale or like. Merle Hay is usually terrible to get anywhere, too. It's just like, how do I go around to go downtown or do I go through to go downtown? It's the same time for me to get from my house in the Grandview neighborhood to here as it is from my house in the Grandview neighborhood to uh, like the Valley Stadium kind of oh, off yeah. of. Oh. Uh, so. Yeah, so you live, I'm getting back into it. So you live near Grandview. I do. So yeah. you're commuting every day. I do. Yeah. So you, are you, are you, you're in town still? I live just south of town. At Ye Old Farm with the actual West ye, Hill? Ye Old Farm. Yeah. West it's Hill? It's only like, uh, I don't know, three miles away. Oh, okay. Sweet. So whenever we get deliveries and they're like, hey, you know, I'm here now, Doug shows up. Oh, you didn't want to drive from Des Moines? Oh, no, to 30 go. minutes, oh, I'm not going to do that. No. Which is all the time, but well, yeah, I mean, but delivery drivers are notorious for saying, "Yep, we'll call you and we're going to be there." Oh, they never do. Ten Absolutely minutes never before do. we get there. At Flix, we have the reverse problem. They go, "We'll call you." They don't, and they yeah. go, "We're here." We no, and they don't. They don't do anything. They go, "You weren't there," and I go, "I was absolutely there. I'm right <laughs> there the whole time." You literally, you're, they're like, "Oh, we were there. We didn't see anyone." I was like, "I'm there." Flix Brewhouse is a movie theater. We are open from. Eight in the morning until midnight. If you're mm-hmm. telling me you weren't at Flix, then you are a liar. Because mm-hmm. I was staring out mm-hmm. those windows, and you definitely didn't try to call. <laughs> Thanks FedEx Freight specifically. I had to go out to oh, Grimes wow. so many times to pick up hops, and they won't give you the phone number to call that warehouse to see if your order is there. Because I get it. 
They don't want people harassing the local FedEx people when their packages don't arrive. Like a crazy brewer. <laughs> like a crazy brewer that spent, when <laughs> Flix was reopening, about $4,000 on hops that I had to then vacuum mm-hmm. seal and mm-hmm. ship around to every single other yeah. Flix location. When it's hops and yeast especially, you know, you got to make sure those are being stored correctly. And if the FedEx facility, they are not. Uh-huh. But oh, I no, do have my man not. Tony with UPS. He has my phone number. Love Tony. For, so for yeast orders, he will literally, if he, if he doesn't see me in the window, he calls me. And he's like, I've got your order. Yeah. And I go, yes. So anytime I have a choice, I go, UPS. Because it's Tony, and he knows what's up. Most of our yeast orders I have shipped to our house now because my wife works from home. And so, same thing. We had so many that we either missed or whatever. We had a couple bad yeast pitches, and it turned into, nope, they're just getting shipped to home because she can at least put them in the fridge or whatever, you know. Keep Cause same, them. Yeah, because same thing. It was just like, where are these at? Where are they stored? I have no idea. Are they sitting in a 95-degree warehouse? What the hell's going on? Or a closet. Yeah, or a closet over the weekend. Who knows? Adjacent to some grape juice. Next to some ocean spray. I bet cranberry would slap. I did make a cranberry (laughs) wine. I also made an apple juice wine. And? Oh, it's still terrible. I did Did the same stuff. Did you continue to mix them? You didn't learn. No, I didn't learn. Of oh. course not. How did you learn? I didn't know how. Did you backsweeten? Yeah. I did not backsweeten. No. <laughs> hey, so props I, to you for not backsweeten. Props. I, I learned by <laughs> post graduation. I didn't know what I wanted to do, and we had a family friend that uh, had a connection to a winery brewery in Australia, and I went out there for a few months, and they housed me, took care of me, and uh, I worked on their winery, and they brewed some beer as well for a few months and did that. That's also when I went to like Iceland and had some beer out there. Is this so, pre your Colorado brewing experience? Yes. Though? Yeah. 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 So that was my, what led I, you to that? Where, what pro, what was the program also? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I did, I did that fermentation stuff in Australia, kind of got interested in it. And then I, I did an AmeriCorps stint in Decora where I frequented pulpit and toppling Goliath and Pivo. That was great. Loved living up there. But uh, I then had some money for further education, and that's where I used it to go to a brewing school in Colorado. Regis University has a certificate in brewing uh, sciences, and but they covered everything from like hot side, cold side, business, and like general science. Mm. So it was a cert- cert- certificate in I don't remember the full name of it. But uh, it was just a Saturday classes for four hours for the full school year. And uh, it kind of introduced me into everything sciences. And then that's when I came back and started working with uh, Doug and Heather for this place. So what you, did they say like about a, hot side oxidation? I was about to say that. Too. <laughs> they probably said, don't, don't worry about it. So <laughs> they didn't say anything about it. Uh, Weird. It's like it doesn't do anything. Yeah, Hot side was taught by a brewer at a gold spot in Colorado and then also a, a distillery, AD Laws. He was the distiller there. So that was pretty fun to learn how wow. how to be distilling sciences as well. Don't mm. talk to the Germans. They'll talk all about hot side aer- aeration and oxidation yeah. forever. But uh they're purists. They they really are. So you had like a gap year at the end of college then. 
like yeah, a, after college year, gap year because nor- gap year normally is like for the Britain it's like right before mm-hmm. college, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was struggling to get into the environmental science field. Like I, I kept know, so interviewing you, you for a bunch of conservation corps, uh, AmeriCorps. Uh, after oh, okay. that was after uh, Australia. So you and my wife have a lot in common then. <laughs> Great, I'd love to meet your wife sometime. She's nice. Her name is Jackie. Oh, we Jack share and Jackie. Yeah, sorry. Shout out Jackie. Her real name's Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> or is it Jacqueline? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, I took my gap year post-college when I wasn't able to find a job in the environmental sector like I was hoping to. And so opportunity rose in Australia, said, yep, I'll go work there. That sounds like fun. Live there for a little bit and make wine and learn everything that I did wrong in my home brewing, home winemaking. So I'll, I'll guess. So my wife, after college, before we moved to Portland, she went to Italy and worked mm. on a, a vineyard there and did a lot. Whoa. Yeah, well, I mean, she's who introduced me to liking beer in general. So shout out once again to Jackie. So, but then she came back and we worked in Portland. That was terrible. But then she worked for Conservation Corps, which is a branch of AmeriCorps, mm-hmm. but in oh. Cedar Rapids. But instead mm-hmm. of Decora, we were in Cedar Rapids. And that's where, and we were there when Lionbridge opened. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And that was an amazing time. So uh, we got like, we were already getting into beer and we're into mm. beer. She was into beer way before I was, but I started getting into beer in Portland. But by the time we got to Cedar Rapids, I was like super into beer and then the local places started opening up and popping off. And that's when Iowa started really expanding. When we moved back to Cedar Rapids, that was like right after Confluence opened for the first time. And then Lionbridge was opening and Exile had opened and all those other guys. So it's a, it was an yeah. interesting time to be getting into it. And obviously <laughs> like the Cora, you're a bit younger than me. You already had TG, but mm-hmm. like being in Decora with, with TG and pulpit and Pivo right there, when you're getting into drinking alcohol, it's super cool. Cause yeah. like, like what, like what was around, like even you, James and you, Doug, like what, what was around when like you got into drinking Iowa wise, like. Exile was like really popping off with their Bohemian series. I had like batch two of, um, blood orange when I was in college, this was 2016 and I would like drive places to find it. And I remember driving down to Des Moines. So again, like I said, went to Ames, went to Iowa State. Okay, I like Iowa funding. State. I I do. Boo. <clears throat> Iowa State. Funding, Bar funding was too. easy to find. Also, it was very close to family, so that's why I went. And they have a better linguistics program. Anyhow, oh, yeah. well, not better, but it was close. So good. Yeah, if you're into certain things, but I was into beer. It was when Confluence had just got their canner. So I drove down and bought a four-pack. I think it was Farmer John and Des Moines IPA. Because yeah, before that, we would like get the growlers, those 32 those ounces. Little, yeah, those little 32-ounce. Yeah. I still ounce. have so many. They, yeah, I they got a couple of those. Cool. They're they all were. super unique, though. <clears throat> yeah. The Boston Rounds, I believe, is what yeah. they're called. Or Howlers. Mm-hmm. Or Howlers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Like, that was, like, getting into that, and now we've, like, I, I don't know how many breweries were around in, like, so it would have been, like, 2015, 2016. Geez, we must have in Iowa must have added like forty, fifty by then. Yeah, or by we, now. We used to hit up now I'm a bit older than you guys, but Raccoon River Brewing. 
Yeah. I have a bunch of kegs from them. Yeah. Rest in peace. Heather's uh, favorite beer was their, um, what was it, their vanilla cream ale, which I believe is the same recipe as... Uh, what um reclaimed Reclaim rails. Yep, yep, it yeah. is. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It was, was he's base. changed it or, since then. Yeah. Absolutely. Because the brewer from Reclaimed yep. the original one yeah. from Reclaimed was the same brewer mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Arkin River Decoy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so when I when I really got into craft beer, yeah, it was mm. it was Raccoon River, uh Cabco. Yeah. Um what was the Rock one? Bottom was out yeah, Rock Bottom uh, West Des Moines. Uh, so, yeah, that's where that's where the uh Barb and Eric Swanson. Oh, yeah. And Mike Godier. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Godier, yeah. Yeah. I, I loved Rock Bottom. Me too. Um, they had a killer breakfast burger. Yeah. They had great food. We had some Rock Bottom people come in here one of the first weeks we were open, right? Yeah. Said something about our pumpkin. They loved it? <laughs> he, he did. He goes, you guys have a great pumpkin. He goes, reminds me of Rock Bottom. And I'm like... That's hilarious. That's good, because that's what I like. Based it off Yeah, of. like based it off of that. I'll text Eric and let him know. It's, it was good. Wait, LaGrange? LaGrange, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think the first craft beer I remember drinking in Des Moines was it was like 2001. Yes. Oh my oh, God. I know. Hey, I was 11. Yeah. I was um, in first grade. <laughs> I was yeah. 10. It was yeah. a boulevard. It was a boulevard wheat. Somebody Whoa, had that on. was one of my first beers. I still yeah, was also one later. of my first beers. And some, some patio <laughs> had it on tap and I was like, boulevard wheat, what is this? Oh, it's local. It's like Kansas City. That's local, you know. Yeah. To be fair, though, that's but, true. Though. I mean, it is true. Yeah. And I had it, and I was like, whoa, this is unlike anything I've ever had. Well, there was, in 2001, you're talking about a very... Different market for small, you. Yeah. Well, small. Not, not as Raccoon local, Valley, though, Front too. Street. There wasn't much that was open. There wasn't much. Mm-hmm. And, Millstream. Uh, yeah. Millstream. Oh, yeah, Millstream for sure. Yeah, as well. I have a couple of those kegs <clears throat> in the back. Millstream? Or not Millstream. Who do I have? Old Main. Old Main. That's we have a couple. Oh. We have a lot of Old Main. Old Main now. R.I.P. Well, now not. owned by some company in Texas, and they own all the IP too. And not only did they take the, the brewing IP and stuff, they took the recipes too. So instead of having like a new account or anything, they just took over the old account. Really? I was following the old one, the old huh. Old Main account, and they just out of nowhere they were active again. And I was like, whoa, are they reopening? And I, I went and looked, and I'm like, no, they're in Texas now. And I was like, whoa. So I had to go find out. And I was like, oh, they, these people in Texas bought the IP. They bought the really? recipes. Yep. And they bought, and I guess part of that was buying the social media accounts, which they didn't deactivate and make new ones. They just took over the old ones with all their old followers, which, I mean, props on them. It's an immediate yeah, follower it's base in Iowa. Of your, yeah. It's a quick 3,000 follows. Yeah. It's, well, I, I, I doubt it's 3,000. No offense. Or 10. All yeah. offense. A thousand. <laughs> Quite. Wink. It's not 10,000. But, yeah, so the old man account was taken over, and I was just, like, <clears> blew my mind. I was like, oh, out of nowhere was this, you know, basically large homebrew from Ames. To now it's somewhere in Texas. And I was like, that's crazy. Hmm. So that was weird. Six? Six what? 6,000 followers. Shit. Oh. <laughs> Six thousand. Six thousand Iowans now. To... Did they have it now or like? Well, I guess I don't know what it was before. Right. It's currently six thousand. So it's currently six thousand. It probably had quite a few. I mean, it was one of the only breweries in Ames for a long time. Their fermenters were going for cheap. Cheap. Yeah, but you had to like dig them out of the ground. And then you would have to no, like they take had, a scrub they had, pack. They had like three turned over on their They had side. like three thirty barrels or something like that in a warehouse. 
and they went for like three thousand bucks. They were I didn't you see well, the guy? Of course they're in a warehouse. Oh, the guy, no way were they making the guy said he was, he bought them for scrap because he said stainless steel scrap was that high. He's like I bought them for scrap metal, and I'm like Isn't you should sad? probably list them on Pro Brewer or something because you'll probably get even more, more a yeah. little bit more than three thousand for each tank. A little bit. I had a lot of friends who went to Iowa State that were like. They frequented Old Main not because of the beer, but because pool? Wasn't pool a big thing there? I don't know. I didn't go on uh, Main Street a bunch, but the few times I tried to go there, the service was terrible. I hated it. Torrent was already open at that point, and Torrent was more amicable and nice to a new craft beer boy, yeah. which is who I was at that time. And then mm-hmm. shortly after that... A young man. Well, I remember you could, you could actually get dinky wheat in six-packs at High V for the longest oh, yeah. time. yeah. What was, was like the, what was the Scottish meat. one? T- uh, Twisted Kilt? Or, uh, yes. Yeah. I yeah. did actually have that quite a bit because that was everywhere. And that was decent. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a fermented beverage. Oh, man. I, it's just the saltiest. Early, early on, it was great. I'm, yeah, he, let, sure. let the old man reminisce about his old times. <laughs> I'm not not. Uh, he's no. shaking right no, now. Because, early on. Like, he's quaking in his old man boots. <laughs> No. When there was only like four breweries, <laughs> when there was only four breweries in Iowa, in Iowa, it was great. I hope this is all getting cut. Harry's. I hope this is staying in. Keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> the boy who lived. <laughs> the, brewery. <laughs> the brewery who lived. Uh, Torrent's still around. Shout out, Torrent. Uh-huh. They're good people. Like, like Torrance's pretty people. good. I won a year of beer. Did you drink it? It was a beer a week. But they're like, you could come in at the end of the month and just have it all. And so I would do that. Hell yeah. That's a good deal. It was great. Mm. Their double IPA was awesome. I think when, it's called Tornadic now or something like that. I think that's right. Yep. When was this? Was this in college or was this post? No, this was in college because I lived up there at the time. Um... Yeah, so if you had go to have been in, 2015, 2016. So if you go in at the end of the month, just drink till your heart's content. Well, four beers, because you get one a oh, week. one a week. You should go back and be like, but the four same, double IPA. I never beer. cashed in. That'd be a lot. From 10, like not 10 years ago. I, I didn't cash in from seven years, six years ago. I'm here to collect. I mean, you could probably just re- message him and he'd probably be like, yeah, come over. We can have some beers. Now that you're in the industry. I say now mm-hmm. we're industry people. So we could do that. So, um, I, I, I getting back onto the beer beer related topic. What are you guys looking forward to in the next year? Uh, so this is your third anniversary. Are you guys looking forward to anything specifically coming up? Uh, like just in the future in general? It doesn't have to be long term. It could be short term. Are you guys looking forward to anything coming soon? Yeah, it doesn't have to be a beer. It could just be. Yeah. Uh, today I put some more beer into barrels. That's always fun. That's a fun time. You never know what it's going to turn out like, and. Uh, seeing those come out is always cool. We just did a barrel release this past weekend for our three-year, Whispering Maple. Mm-hmm. Come in and try it out before it's gone, which might be soon. Um, but we are also going to be the featured brewery at the Chris Kindlemarkt coming up uh, here early December. And we, we made a winter warmer that was brewed with spices and orange peel. So it's really nice. I'm drinking it currently and excited for it to come out. It's this one. Thanks for, for audio off. listeners. Thanks for he offering. lifted his glass. It was hiding behind my giant, yeah, his water, giant water mug that also jug says thing. his name that's, on it. See, that's what I saw, and I was like, wow. 
So okay. it was my it was my gift from when I worked at a, a a beer store in Colorado when I was also going to brew school. So I worked at I was a Hazel's. Pickup. Yeah. Have you been there or no? I have been there, and also one of the brew, uh, one of the old bartenders of Flicks worked there a lot too. His name was really? Adam Freeze. Yeah, he might have actually worked there when you were potentially there. <laughs> might have been because he it's, moved, and then think, he just moved back, and now he works there again, I believe. Oh, it's a cool place. Uh, think of it like Hy-Vee, but there's no food, and it's all alcohol. It's massive. Oh, it's cool, but it's are massive. they union friendly? No. Mm, just like Hy-Vee. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, what, what are you looking forward to? Um, let's see. I'm looking forward to getting that that bigger uh, kettle fired up. Um, Literally, because it's direct fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think our size has been very limiting to what we can show Central Iowa, what we do. Um because I'm on a two barrel system, we brew a beer and we have one busy weekend. And I mean, that's two barrels of beer. Gone. It's gone. So we've really kind of held back our distribution of what we can get out to places. We haven't really beat the pavement um, at all. The only accounts that we have have really just been um, either organic or people that have sought us out. And um, I think that'll allow us to finally brew at a capacity to where we'll have enough to um, get out to some places. Um, and that'll give uh, Ryan more mm-hmm. to do. Yep, yep. Ryan's our uh, exactly. he's our full time tap room guy, and then he's got some sales experience too. So he's kind of hitting that stuff up. So key yeah. accounts currently and now, hopefully going forward. We have, places. we have like 12 consistent accounts, I would yeah. say, around the Des Moines. That's good. Central That's really good. Area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We go all the way up to Whatcha Smoking in Madrid, to Pella, the Peanut Pub, to Central Des Moines of like the Tap Room and um, the Cheese Bar and a couple, uh, Simon's. I really like Simon's. Mm-hmm. They're great. I like Simon's as great well. Food. Very good. Love what do you guys food. have there? Uh, Simon's took our Hefeweizen. Yeah. We, oh, nice. Yeah. The airport, like all these people, they like our Hefeweizen, so that's why I have to keep brewing it mm-hmm. twice a month. Yeah. So hopefully, installing that, we'll, we'll be able to brew um, a lot more volume, so, so that we can actually say to these people, "Hey, we have this available." Yeah. Because otherwise, it's very limited. We, you know, we tell them we have, "Hey, we got one sixthal. That's it." And I'm charging two hundred dollars for it. <laughs> yeah, take it if you want it. Not quite two hundred bucks, but no. I mean, I was saying it's a limited <laughs> quantity. You can just sell it as like it's a yeah. limited time offer. It is two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, I can't wait till you get that going as well. Me too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, you just you just sound salty now. I don't know what happened to you. I ain't salty now. Well, you can't I'm in a be good salty. mood. You can't be salty. We're surrounded by good people. You got me riled up with the old main stuff. <laughs> it wasn't. I, we're, I didn't do it. Doug did it. Don't talk to me about it. I was just reminiscing about old Iowa beers. Old Iowa, yeah, yeah, the good stuff. This is the Guilds podcast. We have to talk about. I, I assume they were old Guild members. <laughs> mm. Old Guild members are no longer around. I don't. I at, at this point, I can be open and honest. Okay. <laughs> Let's channel a little bit of that open air. Okay? <laughs> the IPR so show. 
Is it IPR or NPR? I think it's NPR. IPR. Oh, Iowa Public Radio? Open, Open air. air? Oh, yeah, you're right. IPR. Yeah, I believe so. River to River. I could name more if I remember. That's a beer name, too, actually. <laughs> Marketplace. Yeah. That's NPR. Single speed. Single speed. All yeah. things considered. A great, a great. Fresh yeah. air. <clears throat> Fresh air. I listen to IPR every day. I love. Do you actually shout out? I do. It's constantly. I on used my to work car. at IPR. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did overnights there. Guys, I worked at IPR too. No, I didn't. I'm shaking my head no for audio listeners. <laughs> I did not. I worked at. Uh, did, I came back to Des Moines in 20. Oh, never mind. I just started working at Flix, and I'm still there. <laughs> for a minute, I wanted to do radio. Yeah, same. Yeah, you're yeah, kind you of in radio now. That's true. Look at that dream. The internet's confirmed. radio. It's called podcasting. Every white person, white man with a beard, stream. Yeah, but then I say it's supported by the guild, and they're like, oh, that's kind of legit. What's your podcast? And I say it, and no one listens to it. And what's the name of it? It's the Vorloff Vorloff Hour. We actually are Mm -hmm. getting very good uh, downloads because we've been consistent. Yeah, I I appreciate it because when I'm brewing, I am listening to news from IPR, NPR, or the Vorloff Hour, or other podcasts I follow. So please coming at, keep coming out with episodes. I enjoy it. And Who do you guys think we should have on reason. next? Yeah. Reclaimed, because I just want to hear Mike on the radio. <laughs> or I would probably or seventeen seventeen. I want, I want to hear them on the radio. Oh, oh my god, Phil. the lens. Yeah. yeah. The Glenn Matt, brothers. Matt, 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 we'll get the Phil third brother great. in too. We'll oh, have all god. three of them. Mm-hmm. Bill? I just want to hear his name's not Bill, is it? Yeah, there's Bill, Phil, Matt. Wait. There's there's there's, there's like, a Bill Glenn? Dude, there's three there's of them. Like, there's, there's three like of them. I've met siblings. all three. They're a big well, no, Irish I know there's Catholic a, they, family. I know they there's a bunch. Like, there's but eleven of siblings, and one of them lives three doors down from me. What? I don't there's know a bunch his of name them. yet. I'm sorry, but there's a bunch of there's, a there's like I think there's like five sisters. But the brothers three. If Bill, yeah. if Phil. Bill is anything of, like Phil, of seventeen, seventeen. No, Bill is more. Bill's more reserved. Oh, Phil's fucking crazy. Yeah, Phil is, and I can say that. Phil's a Phil. He's a hoot. And I like Matt a lot, too. Mm. Matt's got great shoes. He's got both of the casseroles from... Uh... Have you seen his hair lately? Have you? So Matt's? Yeah. He's like letting it grow or something. Oh, so earlier it. today, we were talking about... Their beard dads. Let's, let's end this on a fun little note. You've, we've been drinking for a long time, and in general, how many breweries have you drinking and then broken a glass at? And like, what was the most memorable glass break moment that you've ever had in your life? I don't think I've ever broken a glass of zero, wow. and I'm very proud of it. I'm gonna knock um, on wood. I, oh, except here, I no, I didn't break a glass. The, here doesn't count though. Here definitely counts because <laughs> okay. we talked no. about it earlier today. Oh, okay, yeah, so okay, not maybe a glass break, but a beer spill. Oh. Well, uh, I, will, I brought it back around will, to a conversation we had right this. before yes. we. I yeah. tried to bring it from the top to the bottom, and we're back. I'll preface this: I've broken many a glass trying to clean them in the back. Whatever. Okay. I wasn't drinking, so that's not that doesn't count. But when we first opened, well, before we first opened, when Doug first showed me this place, uh, I came back from Colorado, and he invited me in here to see this place empty. There's so much stuff on the walls now, so much awesome memorabilia and barrels everywhere. And was there a wall that were these walls here? These, yeah. So pretty much everything structural was here, but everything accoutrement was uh, was added in. So we have like. The, the game shelf that's over there has a copyright from 1897 or something like that. 
super old that came out of the uh, old courthouse building that was in the center of town. There's a Singer sewing machine table that was, uh, was that your grandma's? It was my mother's. It was your mom's. Yeah. Um, there's an old Gommers new and used store from when your... Oh, that was my grandparents. Grandparents store here in town was open. Uh, and then, I don't know what else. Oh, the, the big feature, the windmill was on your family farm as well. So oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff that came out of like central Iowa stuff. But before and then, all that and then was you in, spilt here, a beer all yeah, over. Yeah, so we're it, sitting at the table <laughs> currently, and Doug was like, "Yeah, this is my this is my vision. You know, I want to see this here." And I'm like, "Yeah, this is my beer," and I spilled it everywhere. I immediately knocked it over because <laughs> I don't know. It's, the table's not completely flat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the table we're recording at. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm just gonna blame it on the table, but. Uh, I completely spilled it in here, and it was the first beer spilled in the in the space. So I'm happy to have that title, and I will continue to have that title. A sacred uh, right. I uh, I was just gonna say. So we, I was at seventeen seventeen. I think probably the second week they were open, and I was talking to those guys, and they have a weird little step from the brewery side, yeah, into yeah. the other side, mm-hmm. and maybe I drank a little bit before I got down there. And I was talking to Matt and Phil, and we were walking, and they probably don't even remember this because they were busy when they were opening. And I just was walking like I didn't realize that that step even existed. Oh, no. And this was my first beer there. And I just went boom, and I hit this little ledge that was there and went face first into the ground with the glass of beer and just smashed it all (laughs) over the floor. Because it's like, it's in the middle of the room, and it's like a solid, like, foot high up yeah, to separate is. the brewing yeah. side and the taproom side. Keep that water contained, and, you know. Oh my goodness. Is, it was my most embarrassing glass breaking <clears throat> moment I think I've ever had in my life. I had, uh, before I was in the industry proper, I was serving at El Bay and I, it was very busy bussing tables. I thought someone was handing me a tray because they had a tray and so I grabbed it, knocked them off balance and we were both kind of trying to juggle it and fucking like, uh-oh. 15 glasses just come like exploding oh, no. on the ground. And it's Were just they like, full beers or empty beers? <laughs> this was this was like four, three tables worth. Oh my god. <clears throat> so yeah, they were like mainly empty. That exploded. And the most recent time though was again with the serving tray. I was being nice. I was at, in the back of Lua. We shared a few beers. And I was like, I'll take all these back. It's fine. I got to use the pisser anyways. So I'm going there, and I trip on my shoes, and all these sample glasses come smashing down as soon as I get into the dining area, where there's a bunch of people, and I'm like, "Sorry." Also, I don't work here. Where's the? Where's a broom and dustpan? Yeah, you had to recruit help to fix that one. Yeah, so it was only slightly embarrassing. Here's the Nathan, the producer, and yeah. So I have not uh, spilt or broken at an establishment. But in my last apartment, I was doing dishes and had my laptop next to the sink watching Netflix or Hulu while I was doing dishes. Oh, my God. You're and brave. I had a beer. And I spilt the beer all Ooh. over my work laptop. Oh and I God, immediately like, flipped no. it over, got a box fan, and just like ran the box fan up into the air and put the laptop on top of it. 
smart. Worked perfectly. Oh my god. Never, never a problem with it. There's Did no you tell where? No Nathan, why is there, why is this the laptop so sticky when you turn it back in when you quit? It was a stout. I got to keep the laptop, but when I upgraded the hard drive within the laptop, I took it apart and there was just dried stout in the entire <laughs> oh case god. of the laptop on the inside. Man, the friction and the reading on this this hard drive was really slow for some reason. <laughs> it's a heat sink. Keep <laughs> it cool. Oh, oh. It depends on how thick the stout was. Yeah. Mm. It's a delicate ecosystem. Yeah. All right, Doug. What's your most embarrassing? I kind of like breaking moment. Kind of like James. I think it was our first Oktoberfest up here. I was busting a bunch of tables and I was trying to stack our glasses, which I thought were stackable. These ones? They couldn't have been these ones. No, they were these. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But this is how uneducated I was. So I had like eight or ten of them, and I'm trying to carry a whole stack of them. They would curve. And the bottom like three just started going tink, tink, tink. And they just started cracking the whole way up as I was carrying them back. I got back to the sink, and there was, like, the bottom four were all cracked, oh, about no. splitting in my hand. And I was like, mm-hmm. take them off. Take them off. <laughs> and then oh. I'm like, we don't stack these anymore. And so, uh, yeah. So hey. we, we lost quite a few during Oktoberfest. Hey, y'all, we don't stack glassware. Yeah. You shouldn't stack glassware as much as you can. Yeah. Nonic well, we, pints are much better at stacking than these are, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, especially because we brand ours. And, like... Oh yeah, you know, that that's an extra added cost. Do you guys brand yours at Capco? And Are you Flix? kidding me? At Flix, if we branded every single glass, we'd be shelling out so much money oh. because, like, I was curious. You're trying to so you're trying to run under these people's tables and try to set these beers up there, mm. and even when they're empty and it's dark, like people are breaking glassware constantly. Yeah. It would be almost <clears throat> impossible to just keep keep up like branded glassware. Do you guys anticipate theft? Uh, they Have walk to. off all the time. Yeah, uh, the ten ounces especially. Oh, they're yeah. easier to hide. Oh, and also they have the Westfield name and the logo on it. Yeah, they're very nice. They're very nice. We've contemplated not logoing them, but at the same time, it's. I mean, it's nice when you're sitting in a tap room and you got a logoed glass. You're like, oh, that's kind of cool. They want the extra, you know. Whatever. I've always thought but that like, ha- if you if you know that somebody stole yeah, one exactly. though, it's like that's branding in their house. Yeah. And they can, see, their friends are gonna see <coughs> the thing because if they cared enough to steal the glass from you, they right. thought they've thought of you at least once. Yeah, it's like the El Bay glasses, the two oh, yeah. which aren't for sale, but you see them pop up on Untapped. Oh yeah, <laughs> the original little so giant much. ones too, the little goblets, the oh, townhouse like, goblets yeah. that didn't sell the first couple of years. I got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I also have one of those. <laughs> Teresa gave it to me. Yeah, they don't know what I'm doing. Thanks, no, 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 no. He's allegedly, I took it, but allegedly, the bartender said I could take it with me. Yeah, shout out Teresa. Follows Thanks. me on Twitter now for some reason. Oh yeah, are He's you trying uh, to incriminate you when you tap your uh, beer with? I mean, glass. if she, if I could have more contact with her, maybe I could actually get a beer on tap at bait shop. That'd well, be great. She just wants to know about the chickens. So my chicken, does she have chickens? I could have a chicken conversation with Teresa. Al bait mm. shop has great chicken. Yeah. Oh, I was talking mm. about my chickens, not they all chickens. Chicken you should use that as an in. Be like, hey, oh, you guys a... sell chicken to eat. I have no. chickens to with eggs. If <laughs> if she has chickens, that I thought that's what Drew was alluding to. No, oh, yeah. he's talking yeah. about eating chicken. Oh. I'm talking about eating chicken all uh, day. It is good roasted chicken. Did you know it was um as seen on TV? 
You know, they got the little logo. What are you right talking about? Yeah, they got the bacon wrapped tater tots, man. I see that as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was it diners, drive-ins, and yeah, diners? Yeah. What? Yes. That's and a something highlight. else for the food. Fieri came <laughs> in. Guy Fieri with a spiked hair. Yeah. Hey, I was at his new Boston restaurant. Was it great? Assuming that he's a super we only nice had dude. Cocktails. Or was it okay? They were fine. They were overpriced, even for Boston. Well, of course. Boston. He was not there. But if he was, I would have asked him for some do. loaded nachos. Fieri. Yeah. He really doesn't like if you call him Guy Fieri, apparently. Fieri? So learn from you. Or Fieri, yeah, from what YouTube. What does he want? Fieri. He would pronounce it right. He has a very good interview on the Sporkful. I've always just said Fieri. Well, Fieri. you'll never be friends with him. Guy Ferrari. Guy Ferrari. <laughs> Flavor Town. Let's go. <laughs> well, we just experienced Flavor Town, aka West Hill Brewing Company. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. delicious. Full Come of down flavors. and have our beer. What'd you guys Wait, say? where can we find you guys? Socials. Separately here. and yeah, and here. you guys have a killer one. TikTok account. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, you well, guys have been, put, put, we've been putting up the TikTok game. <laughs> we've been watching some other famous. TikToker in the Des Moines central area, also associated Lucas, with Lucas, I think, a, right? Lucas? Yeah, it's mostly just Lucas Greta. If you want to see a man flick his hair back and forth and shake his hips, that is an art. You have to bring him in with the sex appeal. And if I have to use Lucas Greta to flaunt his assets everywhere, I will. I'm good at being the angry guy in it, and the he's good at going, traps. he's good at going, uh, like flicking his hair back. Everybody has. He's a, a beautiful man, on and I will use it. So there's been multiple times where Doug and I have talked about our famous or our fa- our favorite uh, flicks TikToks, and mine is the one where it's the the one where you're pushing domestic beer out oh, and yeah. he's dodging yeah. it, you know, yeah, he's do- with his hips. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's perfect. But it is you, perfect. But you've been dialing up the TikTok game. We, we have. have quite a few recently yeah. that are very good. And that is that we, just West Hill Brew on at the TikToks? Yeah. Um, I think it is. Yeah, West Hill Brew. Yeah. What? TikTok. Yeah, you know, it started like with you know, the COVID thing and then immediately after COVID our street was shut down. The city did an entire street reconstruction. Oh. So we had to get creative at as to telling people yeah. how to get here. So we kind of started with with that, but then shortly after that, we saw some of our buddies doing TikToks, and we're like, mm-hmm. maybe we should just keep going with some of this. So yeah, it's kind of come into a little friendly competition. That's I mean, you stranger. guys, you guys put out so many though; it's all, it's hard to. Oh, keep we've up. slowed down. It's fine. Oh my god, that Stranger Things one though, Doug was. Was it was very good. The Stranger Things one. Oh, was they're good. riding a bike down. It was so good. Um, yeah. It was very good, guys. You got to go check that one out. It's amazing. It was and then good. the one in the keg room just recently is very yeah, good. Yeah, that was funny. That one's slowly <laughs> blowing up on uh, Instagram. It's up, it's up to like, on the gram. Oh, it's up to like seven thousand followers. Right. Oh, nice. Yeah, but, amazing. Um, Where? Uh, what's your guys' yeah. Twitter? Uh, Our Twitter's not, not as West Hill Brew, but yeah. Twitter. Do you guys yeah. think get verified? I, I, I didn't pay to verify either. that. Oh, Thank you, sorry. Papa right. Elon. Yeah. yeah, maybe someday. Insta, I, but Insta and Instagram. Facebook is where we're most active. Nice. Of West Hill Brewing Company, kind of all spelled out. Um, that's our handles. Yep. Or can we follow you guys individually? Do you guys have individual social needs? So I do. I'm not very active on it, but Drew's Brew. <laughs> that's Drew's what brew. I used to call my. Uh, 
homebrew or my terrible closet wine uh, when I made that. Um, this is your best Concord grape wine. Yeah. <laughs> it's also my license plate, D-R-W-Z-B-R-W, also Dr. W-Z Brew. Thank oh. you. That's me. Do you have a doctorate? Dr. W. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, cool. <laughs> Don't yeah. you sing? Oh, yeah. So I'm also in a, like a barbershop acapella group. Um, yeah. So we're, we're vibing here on this other he's talking about. Now. He says we. He's talking to the Nathan, the seducer and the producer. I was in a eight-person uh, double barbershop quartet in college. Mm-hmm. There are so uh, many tenor. Yeah. There are so many people in the brewing industry that sing. Yeah, we I used Drew. to sing. Well, we Dustin. got Nathan. We got Dustin. Yeah, I used and, to sing. Uh, yeah, oh, was, Dustin was a singer too. Yeah, I love it. So, Dustin was a front man in a My Chemical Romance high school cover band. I was. <laughs> awesome. uh, in a Green Day cover band in high school, as well as I was an Opus Honor Choir person throughout uh, high school until I went to college. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I want to uh, hear more about this Green Day cover band. Don't. No, I want to hear. Call ourselves uh, Janesville. Zach for some as reason. well. Zach uh, Dunbar from Lua was very like involved in music as well. So we're we starting the Brewers. All quartet. of you guys need to when get together. Brewing singing quartet, like man, you know I what? Sing I'm, an, I'm, I'm, I'm in a message that goes to a charity. We can the, get the all together. Guild. Yeah. The Brewers Guild, a choir, yes. and we can I'm raise money for charity. Noreen, Noreen like Noreen. Noreen, please, Noreen, please. Brewers Choir, we're doing this. This is great. Hey, I just man. need to hear you guys sing, like uh, old, um, like pub chants, oh. sea shanties. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah, but drinking. More drinking than so they even did on the So tags are so much like that. And we've been trying to find ones that are like beer centric. Because yeah. we also do like taps and tags where we go to local places and, and just sing while drinking. Because that's half the fun. And uh, we've been trying to find ones that are more beer centric. Which we're singing here on December 10th for the like, a, a, winter, 10th. a winter thing uh, at West Hill here. After I serve, after I get done serving at 5, I'm going to go start singing. So What's your go-to What's the song you bust out when you just had a beer that you just like, God damn, that was slapping. From but from uh the watchman, the Zack Snyder's oh, Watchman. Yeah, okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> we I mean we sing all sorts of stuff. Uh Blackbird is one that we quickly go to as like a kind of crowd pleaser. Yeah. You know? Sure. The Beatles can't go wrong and it, Doug it probably works loves it. works well with uh um atmospheres of all sorts. But uh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in a little a cappella group. Eleven people is what we have, so a little bit more than a double. <laughs> a little deuce coop. Uh yeah. But uh Yeah. You don't know what I got. It's a lot of fun. We're getting brewers together to sing. We have I would to. love it. So please, thank you. But I think that's it, James. Who was, wait, I was just going to say, who's the piece of shit manager Elvis had? Oh. I'll fill that Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the Tom Hanks to this little group. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. we are uh, near the end. We're at the, we're at the, we're at the final sip, mm-hmm. you know, of the, this beautiful glass of West Hill that we've just enjoyed. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Audio texture. Mm. Um, and we're so thankful that you guys let us into your home. And your day off. 
and your day off because you guys don't open till tomorrow because it's Tuesday. I brewed today, so yeah. I was here. <laughs> well, you did more than you needed to. And uh, that's uh, that's the Vorloff Hour, baby. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is sponsored by the Iowa Brewers Guild. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, maybe Twitter. I don't Twitter. know. Yep, absolutely. But then also follow the Vorloff Hour at the Vorloff Hour. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook. We actually don't use Twitter at all. I mean, do we have a Twitter? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm a tweet man. Give you me control. You can tweet. I'll tweet. We'll find a tweet. If you find us on Twitter, okay? We'll it'll, be, it. uh, it'll be retweeted three times from all the accounts yeah. I control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but engage, comment, like, comment, subscribe. Like, subscribe. Questions, you know? concerns, Ring any that of that bell, stuff. Which is something you can actually do now uh, to be alerted for Instagram posts. Ring oh. my bell. Ring my bell. What? Do you can it. subscribe to. It doesn't matter. You can you can have alerts. So set many up for things, Instagram. Doug. And listen, guys, send us your questions, comments. They're really, your comments, your concerns. Scream at us. We don't care. Rant at us. Tell us about questions. whatever Grandma was talking about at Thanksgiving. We want to talk about that. We want to engage with that. We want to become that. What did you drink at Thanksgiving? And we'll rate it drink? one to five stars on how good you'd be at uh, ignoring your grandma. Yeah, Pum- pumpkin ale. Pumpkin what, ale, probably. What bomber? Thanksgiving. What bottle did you bring that you thought everyone would be impressed by, but no one gave a shit? Except for no you, and then you drank the it all. No one Every cares time. about barrel-aged beer. Okay? Except for you, I and I love you for it, yeah. listener. You stupid little beer nerd. <laughs> so why don't you come on down? Come on down. You're all sad. You're angry. You're going down to the rumpus room because your parents, your whole family has cast you off. They're like, you're oh, a, we're so you're, angry. You're the taking chicken. a break from Thanksgiving? The Thanksgiving chicken, turkey as other people call it. They've cast you out. They've sent you down with a pint of cranberry juice. How, how long does this come after, out after Thanksgiving? That's Who the knows? Co- but you're We want to hear about your Thanksgiving you experiences. You'll you're be, sad. You, you just listened to the rest of the Vorloff Hour, and you want things to do. You want to rant. You want to scream. You want to be heard. They've been ruminating about it for X number of days. Oh my God. Send us those thoughts. We'll be Yell here. at Jack. Please. Jack! Just Jack. Please! Listen to me. I'm so scared and alone. My family did not appreciate this Black Tuesday I brought from 20, <laughs> 2013. <laughs> James, please. I had this beer. Just start fading it out with this beer. Just start fading it out. Pastry style. Just a Bring in Andrew Hoyt. Bring in Andrew Hoyt. This has been a production of the Vorloff Hour, the official podcast of the Iowa Brewers Guild. Special thanks to Andrew Hoyt for the intro music and Balanced Scale Media, LLC, for our sponsor segments and outro music. Find the Vorloff Hour wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Story, story about being told of when, well, when Doug first invited well, no, no, me well. over to see the space. Well, no, you can wait until we have this thing recorded, and then you can tell us all oh, about it. Okay. <laughs> we insert it somewhere. I'm like, Drew, That's tell fun. us about when you were first invited over to this space and spilling glassware. I did. I, I, like spilled, our, I spilled a beer here the first time <laughs> being in this building. I haven't spilled all a beer right, yet. All right, well, we are rolling. Oh, we're good? Yeah, oh, perfect. So that'll, that'll be great end of show content. Yeah, I like end of show content.
Yeah. Let's get to our beginning of show content. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Yeah, you could cut that part. <laughs> yeah, cut yeah. that one. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, cut it at the whale testicles. <laughs> no, don't. Leave all that in until we I start mean, shitting on the whale testicles. Brewing all right, after noted. that. <laughs>